If you ever find yourself wandering the rainforest of Brazil and you hear a rumbling sound like thunder and it is not your stomach from hunger, that rhymed, and the earth beneath your feet begins to move, trees begin to uproot before you think the wilderness is collapsing upon itself. Keep in mind what you learn here today. You might just be getting caught up in some good old Brazilian folklore and about to meet face to face with a legendary beast. Find out more this week on Flow Folklore of the Week. It's flow time, folklore time You know why I'm a categorizer bovine shit We're on my co-sign it This Duke's a Plinko is my co-pilot Some of these creatures from folklore be so violent From region to region we will travel the globe Either you believe in the heathen, it's a battle for souls Every week, pre the week, and tune in and capture the flow Enjoy the jewels I drop along with satin and gold That being told, it's time to get into these traditions Customs, ways, religions, and belief systems Amish, satanic magic, and meek Christians Urban legends, superstitions, and even Christmas So bear witness, grant me the floor as I speak More answers are given to you the more that you seek No discrimination, whether rich, poor, or you're weak Learning the curse brings you flow, folklore of the week traditional beliefs, customs, and stories of a community passed through the generations by word of mouth. You know, you know what time it is. It's flow time. What up, what up? Much props and respect to all those who are down with the flow squad and to the newcomers as usual. Flow is Folklore of the Week. It's a weekly series released every Friday, which is brought to you by Learning to Curse. I am your host, Dukes. If you want to get a hold of me about anything that has to do with the Flow series, email us at flowsquadltc at gmail.com or for anything else, learningtocurse at gmail.com. Learning to Curse is on all social media outlets, so go ahead and add us, follow us, subscribe, rate and comment. Let us know how we're doing so we can improve and make this show better for you. I, 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 y'all ready to get into this? I'm ready to get into this. I have an awesome subject, I think, today. One I, 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 I thought was pretty cool. So I'm going to share it with you. Today's subject is Minhokeo. Minhokeo. Spelled M-I-N-H-O-C-A with the squiggly line over it. Oh, it is a, a Portuguese word, um, which means earthworm, and it is part of Brazilian folklore. Um, this creature, this uh, beast, if you will, is um, said to be a gigantic amphibian earthworm in uh, the great jungles, or should I say rainforest of Brazil, which is honestly is one of my favorite places on earth. Never been there, but they had the best everything, the best fighting styles. The best food, I mean, the best, just the beautiful, most beautiful place. Like, they got everything there. I mean, come on now. What do they not have? And uh, so, it's a giant amphibian earthworm. It is said to be 150 feet long, which, which equates to about 50 yards. So, like half a football field long, right? And 20 feet wide. 
which is about seven or five to seven yards wide. Okay, so that gives you an idea of you know, how big this thing is. Um, its body is said to be covered in armored plates, like bones, coat of mail, like kind of like a, you know, you know, like a knight in shining armor, only probably not as shiny, right? Because it's a dirty, filthy earthworm. Earthworm Jim looking boy. Um, it's said to have two flexible antennae or antenna on his head, maybe feelers or horns. There's also other accounts that say it is 30 to 40 feet long and about six feet wide. That's another, you know, variation. There's always variations with these folklore. We already know that, right? So it's said um, that it burrows out from marshes and riverbeds knocking over trees while slithering just beneath Earth's surface. Uh, usually after a heavy rain, it leaves its lair, burrows out, making a wide arc before returning back to its lair. So basically any burrow, furrow, trench, sinkhole, or collapsed bridge or roadway is blamed on the passing of a minhokeo. 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 That's all they probably say. Anyway, the origin of this, of when it was first uh, documented or talked about other than maybe locally, was going back to the 19th century. A French naturalist, Augustine Saint Hilaire, in December 1846 reported accounts of Minhokeo in the Padre Aranda in Fela Lakes that had often drawn horses and horned cattle underwater. It has a visible mouth. Some chompers, right? Um, does not rise to the surface, but causes animals to disappear by grabbing them by the belly. So it attacks from below, right? Kind of cowardly if you ask me, but hey, it attacks from below and it needs to eat somehow, you know? I mean, it probably doesn't see that good if it's from underground. So it's got to, when it smells something, it's got to just take it and take it back to its lair and, you know, feast upon it. All right, so a variation claims that Minhokeo is fish-like with fins. So that's another variation of it, right? And uh, so Augustine speculated that the um, Minhokeo may be a large species of South American lungfish. Lungfish. You know, that's, that's a weird word, lungfish. Like, it's a weird word, man. Like, who would name a fish lungfish? Oh, I know why, because they breathe air. That would make sense why they call it a lungfish, right? So, yeah. So they're called South American lungfish because this lungfish is from South America, all right? So, um, let's go ahead and um, move on. So this creature, for many, many hundreds of years, or not many, many, but for hundreds of years, has been terrorizing Brazil. And like, like I said earlier, anything that happens that causes sinkholes or any kind of, you know, uh, wrecking of any bridges or roadways, they blame upon this creature. Okay, so... This creature is barely ever seen by humans. And when asked why were there not so many human sightings, they said that it has um, a retiring habit. Whatever that means, retiring habit. I guess it, cause it hides, maybe, maybe. Um, but another sighting stated 
It had a snout like a, a lungfish or a ceratodus, which has been extinct. It's an extinct lungfish of late Triassic 227 million years ago. But I did some research on, research on that um, creature. It only uh, um, grows up to 60 centimeters long, which is about two feet long, which is half the size of what a lungfish grows, which is four feet, uh, four, a little bit over four feet long. So both these creatures are definitely not 150 feet long. But yes, it could be a bigger version of it, because as we know, um, sometimes if an animal is left to its own, it can get pretty big. I mean, like they said, koi fish, they're pretty much goldfish that are left to their to their environment to grow same thing with uh catfish you can see catfish as big as humans i mean if they're left to sit there and keep on eating they will grow and grow and grow so there's a you know there's, there's a pay i mean the amazon come on now like that place is a lot of it has not been explored or have not been, has not been explored to its fullest capabilities so there's a great chance there's something that could be there that has not been bothered by human beings and had the opportunity of growing to great proportions right so it, it doesn't it doesn't seem too odd that this creature could be a lungfish that grew to that that length or it could just be its own creature itself uh, i mean they called it a, a giant earthworm a worm and a fish are pretty much different things but at last time i checked i believe fish eat worms so there is that but um yeah so like like i said that creature that that was uh extinct it's only about two feet long okay so these fish are lobe finned fish that they're com comparing it to um but there's some bigger versions of those fish there is uh Riz a risotus r-h-i-z-o-d-u-s a risotus which grows to about 19 feet and there's also this one's gonna be hard to say it's a little bit longer um, it's a Dunkleosteus terrelli, which can grow up to 33 feet long. So that kind of goes hand in hand with that, um, with that, um, uh, claim of there being a 30 to 40 feet long, um, creature. So, I mean, there's that, there's the possibility of that, but that creature, all they have is scales and, and, and bones from its skull and its side, you know, and based on that, that's what they got the, the length of it. They have no bones or, or anything of its backside. So they just made up with how the backside looks. So it could be taller, longer, or it could be shorter. So that one's kind of an iffy one. But based on its head bone and what kind of fish or what kind of creature it is, it, it's they can pretty much figure out what they believe the rest of it would look like and the length it would be. And that length happens to be 33 feet, which that right there, I mean, that goes perfect with our creature, right? Um, it was um, speculated to be a relic of uh, um, the race of giant armadillos, which are abundant in Brazil, right? So because of its plates, most likely, right? Because it has plates and, you know, armadillos kind of like, they got this armor on them. But I don't think that armadillos are amphibious and are underwater and, you know, come on. And if they have, if they're more snake-like, you know, armadillos have legs. So 
that one I'm not so sure about. I mean, maybe they're just saying basically that's how the armor looks. It's like a giant armadillo. So who knows? Maybe it's a crossbreed of you know armadillo and uh, lungfish, right? We'll get that into that on the speculation portion of this. But um, there's a rumbling sound like thunder that accompanies its movement. And it's accused as being used to explain seismic activity in the area. So some people say that, you know, when there's earthquake type activity, they're saying, no, that's not an earthquake. That is just a minhokeo doing its thing, you know, doing its thizzle, this thug thizzle. So check this out, though. May 1878, Fritz Müller or Mueller, who was a German naturalist. I mean, when I hear naturalist, I'm thinking someone's at like a a nude beach or something i don't think like naturalists but really what they are just they're going around trying to you know document different creatures and botany type stuff right but um he reported that he was going to bring a dead specimen of this creature to europe but he didn't so you know a paper i guess in england or wherever it was like going crazy like oh my god we're sending people over to help him bring it back and there's no documentation of him actually bringing it back so i don't know what happened there but I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to take animals from its habitat, dead or alive, even back in the 1800s. But yeah, now, you never know. That's the whole thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, this creature is a big part of their folklore out there. And so you could look at it from one angle saying, okay, this creature is terrorizing them. Or it could be looked at as, oh, this creature is, is used as a reason for other things, right? But, um... There's definitely enough evidence to show that there are actual animals that are similar to what this creature is. Now, whether those animals have the capabilities of creating the same aftermath as far as causing sinkholes and tearing down bridges and being 150 feet long, that is where it is left up to your imagination whether that is true or not because we have no pictures of it as far as physical actual pictures of it we have no actual proof we just have hearsay and um it's definitely a possibility that uh something can grow that big you know saying and it's left to its devices and so there's that so moving on from all that stuff let's move into some speculation Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. speculation so what i think it possibly could be is the south american lungfish a giant variation as as um already speculated upon by others back in the day um because the research i did on the south american lungfish revealed that one it looks similar eel-like which can be mistaken as like a worm with you know more uh what do you call it with scales scales being like the armor right like a carp has like the scales you know what i mean so there's that so it looks similar um it has antenna like fins or whiskers um basically the the south american lungfish uh, in opposed to other lungfish of the world their fins look more whisker-like or more antenna-like, more skinnier, right? It's not so much like fins, whereas like the African or di different other kind of, of, um, of lungfish, they look more fishy, whereas this one looks more eely, okay? So um, there's that. I already mentioned the scales. But um, the female lungfish from South America has hind fins that look like moth antenna. So there's also that. Um, and uh, check this out another name in Portuguese for 
the lungfish is a piramboya, right? Piramboya, which is spelled P-I-R-A-M-B-O-I-A. And so I did a little bit more digging and I found out that word does not translate to an English word, but there's two parts of the word that break down to two different words. Piram, P-I-R-A-M, in Portuguese translates to English to freak. And boya, B-O-I-A, uh, translates to floater in English from Portuguese. So that would tell me that that, that name they, they call it is a freak floater. So that's pretty cool. I mean, that was pretty cool to find out. Freak floater. Now, think about that. Freak floater. Basically, what do you think a freak is? Something crazy looking, ugly, whatever. And this creature that they're saying um, that's going around and terrorizing is kind of freaky and kind of floats. And, you know, goes to the water or floats underground, you know. So there's that connection as well. Now, let's get into some math. I love math. Not everyone likes math, but I like math. So... The initial report was that it was 150 feet long and 20 feet wide, okay? Now let's try to scale that down to the size of what a, a lungfish would be, right? So a lungfish happens to be a little bit over four feet, so four to five feet long, right? That's the biggest it usually gets. Okay, so if you take 150 foot and you divide that in the 20 foot wide by 10, right let's divide it by 10 let's start small and in a good round number divided by 10 you get 15 and 2 so 15 feet long and 2 feet wide now if you break it down any even further and divide it by 3 you get a length of 5 feet and you get a width of about 7 inches okay so that seems real real close because i mean four foot long is how big the the um the, what do you call it the the lungfish gets seven inches that seems about right that's so my point is if scale wise when you're scaling to size the lungfish um seems to be on scale with the minhokeo so there's that now let's take it one step further also there is the account that said that it was 30 to 40 feet long and six feet wide it actually said two yards but two yards is six feet we know that right okay so i did some some math on that one as well let's divide that by five so 30 to 40 feet let's just take 30 at, the, at its smaller size right so divided by five it gives you six feet long right and now six feet divided by five gives you 1.2 feet a little bit over a foot like let's say 13 and 14 inches right so again that's that's one foot longer than than the other one right and it's about mm, six inches wider so again if you even take that even further down it's real similar to the same scale as the minhokeo and to the lungfish so all three accounts of what the lungfish is and what the two different accounts of the minhokeo is if you put them together they're all the same scale just bigger which tells me that there's a great, great chance that it is a lungfish that grew to that amount. Now, is there more than one? Possibly, if more people are talking about it in Brazil. Or is there just one, like that whole Nessie situation? Although there's all these different Nessies pop up everywhere, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know what I'm saying? So my point is, my speculation is that it's probably a lungfish or lungfish eye, multiple lungfish, that 
grew to a, a great lengths because they were not getting bothered over there in the Amazon. They just grew and grew and grew. Like that movie, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, the Anaconda. How big that snake got? Like much love and, and respect and props goes out to uh, Betty White. I believe she was in that movie. But anyway, yes, um, that's my first speculation on what it could be, right? And how and why I break it down. Now, my second speculation for this is the giant armadillo, okay? Maybe the giant armadillo and a lungfish combined and had a hybrid of a brand new species. Both of them are about the same length, four foot each. So that wouldn't make it bigger. But at the same time, maybe that's how it got its um, armor that they say it is on this creature. So maybe the giant, this is more far-fetched to me. I don't think this is what it is as much. But there's that possibility that the giant armadillo and lungfish have babies. You know, sometimes desperate times cause for desperate situations. You gotta do what you gotta do, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta take one for the team. But who took one for the team? Did the armadillo take one for the team? Or... Did the lungfish take one for the team? You guys let me know. Go ahead and, and email at flowsquadltc at gmail.com or go to the Facebook group for Learning the Curse and go to this thread and you let me know who. I might even make a poll in, 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 that, in the group. Who you think took, um, took one for the team? Was it the giant armadillo or was it the lungfish? Which one took one for the team? All right. So moving on, on, moving on, on. Let me know that's moving on. Period. Right. Um, results. Okay. The results of what this creature does is similar to what seismic activity would be. And um, rain, since it happens around rain, rain would corrode away soil and cause mudslides and different things like that. So the two things that it does both kind of go hand in hand with rainstorms and the fact of seismic activity so the what you're seeing happening i think there's a great possibility that they're using this creature which may or may not exist as an excuse or reason for seismic activity and for rain corroding away bridges and roadways and causing sinkholes and different situations because they live in real rich soil it's really easy for that soil to just wash away right so um there's that okay and then now i was want to do make a little uh correlation there's a movie you guys might all or some be familiar with called tremors y'all remember that movie where these giant worms were like going i think it was like texas or some crazy place and they're like going through the ground and coming up and eating people and whatnot right very very similar to this creature yes this creature had been around way before this movie came out but maybe this movie was was um um spawned off of that idea who knows you know what i'm saying we could look into that but um let me give you some backstory on the tremors creature so it was named a graboid now that sounds like a crazy name right but it had a meaning the reason why they call it a graboid because it grabbed its prey and pulled it down into its mouth. It's very simple. <laughs> You're like, oh, a graboid. Why did they name it that? That's why they named it that. But guess how long this creature was? 30 feet long. Same length as one of the accounts of our creature here today, the Minho Keo. But um, also the same is that... Um, 
that other creature that I, I spoke about, whose name is hard to say. I will say it for you. Let me go back here and find it for you. The Duncleos, Duncleosteus Torelli, which is 33 feet. So, same length. And guess how wide this creature is at its widest. Six feet wide, which also goes hand in hand with the account of 30 feet, 30 to 40 feet and six feet long. So, my guess is the, the writer, the, the, you know, the director or whoever of this movie could have got some inspiration from uh, the Minhokeo for this creature. Why not? Right? And uh, let's go let's go further. So this the, the graboid is ten to twenty tons. That's how much it weighs. I mean who weighed that? I mean who just put it on a scale and said, let's see how this thing no, come on, how do you know that? But yes, I mean I guess you can look at it and guesstimate, right? It also had four black armored beaks. Which kind of goes hand in hand with the armor um, that was on um, our creature as well, right? So there's more similarities. It had three powerful snake-like tentacles. There's six six foot reach, maybe to ten. Which kind of goes hand in hand with the antenna a little bit, you know, a little bit off, but yeah. And like I said, they grab their prey and pull it down. Whereas with the the, the minokeo, uh, supposedly it doesn't come out of the water. It pulls it down from its belly which is similar to what um, the creature on Tremors does. So, as you can see, there's a lot of similarities between that and the Minokeo. 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 How they be talking in Portuguese and whatnot. But yes, so yeah, there we have it, folks. That is that. So let's get into bovine shit or co-sign it. And I will say this. I think I, I'm going to co-sign it. I'm going to co-sign it. I believe that there's a creature like that. I do not believe that the seismic activity that was happening is because of that creature. Although I believe that a creature could, one of those uh, lungfish, could have grown to that length. That I believe, especially in the Amazon. I wouldn't believe it if it was in Kentucky or some stupid shit. But, you know, and, and that's no diss to Kentucky. I'm just saying. Uh, I would not believe it if it was in Los Angeles. I would not believe it if it was in Phoenix. But I will believe that in the Amazon, things can be left unbothered. And can grow to lengths that we are not aware of it being able to grow. So I believe that there is a creature uh, which will be named the Minhokeo, but I do not believe that it's the reason for these mudslides and all those other shit. That that's that's happening because y'all's building on some bad, not bad, but building on on ground that's not firm, um, and also uh, the fact that you guys have a lot of rain. So. I don't blame our, our buddy Minhokeo for that stuff. Okay, so, but I do say I I co-sign that that creature I believe exists. Do does it exist to this day? Less likely today because the fact that people are everywhere and they're always exploring and, and bothering stuff now and and so on and so forth. You know, so in forest fires or fires that are happening in in, in, uh, in Brazil and whatnot. So. The chance of it still being alive, I don't think so, but I think it existed at one time. So I co-signed it. So now let's get into, which brings us to the protopole, is what they call it, but I call it post-scale light, right? So possibility of existence. I believe there's high probability that it existed. 
I don't know if it still exists, and I don't believe it did all the things it said it did, but I believe it exists. I think it's a high probability that this creature existed, or could have existed, or does exist. So that's my take on that. And that's pretty much it for this week. Uh, it's a little, little bit of Brazilian folklore going down south to the, you know, we did some Arctic, we did some, I think we did some Germanian, we did a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, saying to some, some American, some English, we moved around a little bit. Now we down in, in, in Brazil, South America, right? So where will we be next week? Who knows? But before I go, I want to let you know, please don't forget, rate, subscribe, all that goodness. And please, if you have any questions or if you, if you heard the story before, or if you've seen something that resembles it, or if you have anything to add to it, please hit up flowsquadltc at gmail.com or go to learning to curse group on facebook and go and let your voice be heard all right and uh please don't get ate by minokeo if you ever go down south to the uh, you know saying down to the south america and uh yeah that's pretty much that and i guess that brings us to one of my favorite parts probably my favorite part of the show and that part is the flow of the week yeah come on yo yo check it out be careful when you take a trip to brazil because anaconda's not the only way there is to get killed take a tour guide otherwise shit can get real minikeo makes a sinkhole real quick in the field you think this isn't real or oh, it's as real as it gets it likes horses and cows to eat but still it's a threat at 50 yards long and seven yards thick it can swallow you whole like la brea tar pits all shit run from the thunderous sound or get consumed by the worm and pulled up under the ground flow squad hands up if you're loving the sound newcomers subscribe now if you want to be down if you wanna be down, newcomers subscribe now if you wanna be down. Yeah, like that. Peace, and I'm out.